are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. Today's episode of Locked on Rays is presented by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on earth. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Builtbar.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays sweep the Miami Marlins on the road, improving to 24 and 11 which is, wait for it, the best record in the American League and second best record in all of baseball behind the L.A. Dodgers. And a couple other statistical notes here, Ulysses. The Rays are three and a half games up on the Yankees. In sweeping the Marlins, the Rays have now swept five series this year. They've matched their best start through 35 games in franchise history. The team is on a five-game winning streak, and they've won 18 of their past 21 games, the best 21-game stretch of any point in a season since 2013. Ulysses, are you a happy camper at this current juncture, at this current moment? Uh, I think my smile uh, (laughs) is from ear to ear, for sure. No, that's the one. If you have to pick one of those things, it's that last thing. 18 out of out of the last 21, that is incredible. That is some Colorado Rockies 2007 run to the playoffs. I mean, it, it it's it's historic. Yeah, that, that's it, it like feels a really basketball nice. type statistic. Like that's a basketball statistic, not a baseball yeah. statistic. Crazy. And, and, and look at uh, who they've played. I mean, it, it hasn't been the Detroit Tigers, you know, seven times in a row. It's been everybody. It's been it's been a whole cast of characters, uh, very talented teams, and the Rays have come out on top. And now they go against the Yankees, but there's something about this team, and they showed it this weekend. And this that's kind of my first takeaway right now mm-hmm. uh, from the weekend. It's that it's truly remarkable what this team has been able to do on the fly. You can plan out things, you can plan out the roster, but when things like 10 pitchers on the IL happen and you lose four of them for the whole season, you have to now go to plan D because mm-hmm. plan B and C are off the table. And there is currently 60% of the rotation on the IL. I think 90% of the relievers on the IL too. But look at this. Curtis, Sleggers, Loop, Sheriff, Garcia, Thompson, Fairbanks. Uh-huh. Out of those seven relievers, only one of those guys, Fairbanks, was tapped probably right. in the in the opening day bullpen for sure. 
and, and, and now he's the elder statesman. You can take out Diego, obviously. But, I mean, that is a whole bullpen made up of alternate site guys. It's unreal. Yeah, what's funny is we should know this by now with this recent Rays group. Like, look at what they did in 2019. The injuries were probably even more so and more impactful than what happened or what is happening this year. A lot of these, I don't want to say all of them, but several of them, the guys that have gotten hurt are somewhat replaceable. Like you can replace Beeks. I know he was doing the good this year and everything. You can replace Kittredge. It's the next man up mentality. Okay, those two guys are down. John Curtis, it's your turn. Edgar Garcia, Aaron Sleegers. Sleegers, I think he might be proving me wrong here. I think oh, he might 100%. actually end up being... Yeah. I think the thing is he shouldn't be a starting pitcher. I think it's a yeah. one-two inning type guy, and as long as he gets downward action on his pitches, he's fine. But like, By the way, Sliggers is my boy, okay? Okay, I'll okay. give that to you. Him, <laughs> he can be on your basketball team, too, your pickup basketball 100%. team. 100%. 6-11. Does he yeah. kind of remind you a little bit of Jeff Neiman in the way he pitches yes. and just his stature? And, yeah, he gives it's a little— It's very wonky. Not, not wonky. I don't know if wonky is the right word. But, yeah, it looks like everything's just coming out. I like on, from tentacles, it's it's, right. it's pretty cool to to watch. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, Kevo. But also, sixty games. I mean, in a 162 game season, if you lose mm-hmm. a couple starters, it sucks. But you're like, they can come back. And last year, they did come back. Yeah, you know, Blake did come back. Glasnow did come back. Chirinos did too. But in a sixty game season, after twenty games, you're losing ten guys. I don't know. I I would I would put it that this is more difficult because of the season itself you lose 10 guys that's yeah that's but I, I think the players you lost last year were more impactful to the group because you didn't have glass now and you didn't have snell and you didn't have Lau and you didn't have diaz and you didn't have Wendell. like those are pretty impactful guys and then you had other guys that missed chunks of time here and there as well at the end of the day it's if you want to look at it it's the offense that's carrying this team or has exactly. been able to carry this team i mean they're they're fifth in the MLB and run scored per game at five, two, three third in total runs in all of baseball. Like this, this team offensively, believe it or not, may carry this team to a title. They are tops in the AL with 72 doubles. They are second in extra base hits. They're batting 296 away from the drop right now in their last 13 games. Yeah. It's, it's impressive what the, what the offense has done. I will tell you that IL <laughs> has been more pitching based and the race are more depth adept yes. in the pitching. So maybe that is the next man up mentality, but I, but I don't think it, it can be uh, really highlighted enough how the people that are getting the wins that are getting the innings mm-hmm. are nowhere near the, the depth chart in op- on opening day. I mean, right. nobody saw this coming and, and it's really rather impressive. That's if my big takeaway. If, if there's something we learned, like if you're a raised player, and you're not one of the quote-unquote stars, don't get hurt. Don't get hurt or don't struggle because there is somebody waiting in the wings. Mm -hmm. We can find a way to make John Curtis work. We can find a way to make Sleegers work. And I think that's what you're – I mean, who knows? I don't know if Kittredge makes another pitch for the Rays ever again. You know, you got to wonder about Chirinos too. Like with Josh Fleming coming up, like here's the thing. Uh, exactly i mean chirinos you've got – I mean he's the guy that has to be thinking, hmm – What's going to happen to my job? Because yeah. he's controllable. He can be traded to another team. Chirinos could be a number three on a lot of teams. I agree. He's a five uh, with with the race. Uh, slash four or five. I don't know. But 
so could he be traded? I mean, his stock is going to be rather low after Tommy John, but you're right. It's going to be a difficult uh, run for him to get back because Fleming, I mean, wow. That kid is – he has been impressive. I think his ERA, what, is under 1-4, one 1-5? One I think been, he's the next Jarborough. And nobody really saw it coming. Like yeah. Nobody's been talking about – I think people within the Rays knew what he could bring to the table. But kind of a quiet guy, and you just see him. He, he, he gets the job done. And yeah. I think Wendell had a great quote in the postgame that uh, if you're on the Rays' defense, you love playing behind him because he works quickly – he gets soft contact early in counts, and that guy, I mean, he pitches like he's been in the big leagues for 10 years, not two starts. Like, that is, and that might be, he, stay with me here on this. Okay, all the pitching injuries aside, like, I think as long as you've got, and we're talking about the playoffs here, because they've set themselves up, they're going to make the playoffs. Like, let's be honest. 100%. Prop bet here, they're making the playoffs. Um, well, if is you, there chicken and beer in the dugout? Uh-oh. Because if there's chicken and beer, I don't know. Oh, no, we're, we're not the Red Sox. No, no. So we're yeah. making the playoffs. Okay, keep going. And we're not Wade Boggs either. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you've got six, seven quality arms, you got – if you have – as long as Glassnell's healthy, as long as Snell's healthy, as long as Morton, they say he's going to come back, Morton and or Fleming, though, if, you, if you've got that group and you've got maybe three reliable – like, okay, we can stick Fairbanks here, Castillo here, Anderson if he gets back. Like – Half a dozen arms, half a dozen top quality arms, you can make it work with that, I think, if you've got the offense that the Rays have showed this year, and then just plug and play the rest. Okay, Edgar Garcia, we need you to pitch an inning, get through right. it. Slagers, pitch an inning, get through it. I think they can. I, I, mean, I they honestly don't. The more I'm thinking about it, I don't know if we've talked about their, and we'll get to trades in a second, but I don't, they're not going to go, you know, Padres with this thing where they're just going to acquire right. a bunch of. That has been big names, but I think they're they might make a little small move here and there. I think, but I don't know if they necessarily have to go out and get a, a big name starter or reliever at this point if they believe that Morton is going to be able to get back and they think Yarbrough after his groin issue, if he's fine, like there's still stuff, a lot of stuff to work with there. I think. Well, I, yes, but ultimately, I think if you give the fandom something yeah and again you don't have to but if you give this fandom something the 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 raised nation will be like oh okay so you so, say uh, they're really going for it if you don't make a move that might kind of sap a little bit of the motivation for the for the fans uh especially oh, i think they're gonna make a move i just think it's gonna be it's gonna be like in the realm of cody reed like exactly. the Rays acquired something i like i that. do too i i have after seeing what other teams have been doing i would be very uh, you know, shocked that before 4 p.m. today, which, yeah. uh, you know, it's eight hours from now, nine hours from now, um, that they make a huge trade, I would be surprised. But, you know, you never know. Maybe it's yeah. a 358 that Neander gets a lot of the outfielders. Phone. They got a lot there of outfielders. Go. Might move. Uh, but speaking of Kevin that, Kiermaier, he got his first home run. He got it, buddy. He yes. got it. Yes. Now, the only one is Kevon Smith, but we're we're really okay without that one happening. But KK gets his first dinger, so maybe he's on his he way. He really does not want to be traded. Like the more that people are bringing him up in trade talks, and the more yeah, they acquire outfielders left and right, like calling up Rosarino, which we'll get to in a second, and yeah. uh, and trading for Brett Phillips. Like, what the hell? I, I yeah. better start hitting homers. I better start hitting the other way. I better start <laughs> making plays that I'm Good. used to making in the outfield. Hey, th- maybe th- maybe this is all a big 
deep motivation to get yeah Kiermeyer back to his uh, mid-20s levels or whatever i love it uh, i love it okay um we got a couple comments on twitter from listeners their thoughts on the weekend uh melissa herrera says so happy that all of my twitter complaining was not in vain great debut by my guy brian o'grady two for five with two runs and a stolen base can't wait to see him in new york we know melissa loves some brian o'grady he looked good Looked he looked good and you know can can you know i think we should dub brian o'grady melissa's boy i think that's fair yeah she's yeah. been on o'grady for a while now yeah she's she's known yeah she's known um austin holloway imagine this 27 and 11 seven and a half games up nine and one on the season versus the yanks too much to ask so maybe a little <laughs> foreshadowing there by our buddy austin holloway and then uh, Bob Smiley's, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name correct, uh, S-M-A-I-L-E-S, says, it's the UK boys here, great win, but we need more arms. All righty. Uh, okay, so the Rays made a couple interesting trades over the weekend. We'll discuss that. But first, we've got to tell you about Indeed.com. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visited, visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer is valid through September 30th. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. So no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. 
download Postmates and save with code locked on. Okay, so Kevin, we got a new couple of people joining the the team from this weekend. Uh, left-hander Cody Reed from the Reds mm-hmm. could supplant the Chazro slider with that horizontal movement from the left side. That's that interesting. True. I will mm-hmm. say about that too. He yeah. is a very. I know he struggled this year with the Reds. I think he's going to be a re- reclamation project for the Rays yes. going forward. But he like sixty percent of outcomes result in ground balls. Right. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a ground ball pitcher. So that that is going to help for maybe this year in the future when you're facing the likes of the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Orioles, which suddenly hit doubles and home runs nowadays, and and some of those NL teams too, like you know the Braves and whatnot. The the Rays love their reclamation projects, especially if one if a pitcher can do something really well, they'll they'll yes. fix that person. So I, I expect big things from Cody Reed and the Rays. Um, okay, so DFA'd has been uh, Anthony Banda, lefty. Just uh-huh. you know, I think he ran into some bad luck, but un- unfortunately, man, when you can't hold a lead of ten runs in a couple of different outings and you can't throw strikes, that's just not going to give you a major league uh, spot on the roster. Yeah, what's interesting is to see, is he going to clear waivers or is another team going to try to pick him up and do right. what really the Rays are trying to do with Cody Reed? Maybe, okay, new environment, let's see what you can do. Maybe he's got, he can, he's definitely can be a big league pitcher. It's just right now, it's not working. And for the Rays, that that can't afford to work. And he was the centerpiece really in that Steven Souza deal. Yeah, and Really, it's all the other guys that, look to be more impressive nick solak who's now with yep. the rangers colin poche he was one of the players to be named later and sam mcwilliams the other player to be named later who is still kind of a prospect type that maybe could contribute down the line i think he's on the 60-man player pool i'm not 100 sure about that though i'm not 100 sure but yeah it, it, that that's a shame but you know, a team like the pirates uh the tigers they yes. can take reclamation projects on uh, in a season where they're not going to go to the playoffs so maybe watch out for him going mm-hmm. to a team like that and not an actual playoff contender but the third one i think is the biggest trade because we did not see this happen i did not see this happening and, uh our boy jose cafecito martinez uh traded to the chicago cubs for apparently two players to be na- named later there's not really uh, a big uh information pool here but there it's not going to come from the 60 man from the right. alternate side apparently those two players will come from outside which begs the question why okay um based on what you've put out on twitter i do not necessarily have the same opinions about this trade uh, tell me why first of all the the two players to be named later they could indeed be solid players decent players down the line we don't know that we, we've got to wait and see just because they're not on the 60-man player pool doesn't mean they're not decent right, that, players they're going to be decent they don't have to be all really point. good players to be in the 60-man that's yeah. that's granted yes um i mean the rays we talked about it in the last segment how many runs they're scoring per game how many guys are raking uh cafecito it's not like he was bad in 350 versus lefties in his time so far this year and Let's be honest about Cafecito. I know he's your boy. Okay, this if there's a if there's a this is your boy, this is your boy. What I'm happened? sorry you won't be able to get coffee at a discount anymore from Cafecito. I, know. I think this I know. the Venezuelan bump, the I'm coffee, so upset. the the Buddy. loving personality and what he does for his community. 
I think you're biased here on the, the value of Cafecito Martinez. But tell me this. Tell me this. How did you think that he's actually getting the at-bats that you saw him come in before the season? I mean, I, I think not. I think he's been underused. And by being underused in a team that's batting pretty well lately, right. they see, okay, well, we can move this guy in and then give other guys more opportunities. Hunter Renfro. I don't think Hunter Renfro has seen enough at-bats as I thought that he would. Yeah. But there's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crowded field out there. But what bothers me the most is that Cafecito had – because he's been underused, it's kind of amazing what he has been done when, the, when pinch hitter uh, situations come up. He's been really clutch in pinch hitter situations. So that's the I'll, part that I don't get. Yeah. And, and, and for two players to be named later, look, again, Lucius Fox equals Brett Phillips. Right. A cafecito underuse is not going to give you two really solid, good players. Oh, my God. We cannot wait to no, have these I two really that. good players. Like, it's going to be... It's not going to be guys that set the world on fire, guys. Not necessarily, no. But I will say this. Like, what is Cafecito Martinez? He's an aging part-time DH. 100%. That's – and with so the Rays, what do you do with that? And and here's the thing. I, I'm going to say this because trading him back to the National League, to the Cubs, like, you might – this might – who knows if the DH – this, this might have been your only opportunity – to have all 30 teams involved or 29 teams involved right. in Jose Martinez because, who knows, 2021, it changes you, you could have pitchers hitting again in the National League. Right. But right now, he can, he can go to the Cubs and do what he needs to do. And let's remember, who's going to be replacing Jose Martinez or at least the, the call-up or the, the, the move they made after right. trading Jose Martinez? Randy Arozarena. Like, let, let's see if, what can Randy Arozarena do for this team Besides just being a pinch hit righty bat, gets on base, creates havoc, outfield versatility. That guy is a unicorn in what he can do uh, on a diamond. One hundred percent, I am all in for Randy, and I, and and I think what he did in spring training is just a shade of what he will be able to do for the race, and I'm very excited to see him. But what I don't understand is this double standard. We're saying, oh, cafecitos trade. Everybody, don't worry. We're going to get two really good players after okay, this. Yeah. And wait, and hold up. And then yeah. the other the double standard is, well, we obviously have to get rid of cafecito. He's an aging DH who has no glove. Well, if that's the way we view him, then why would they give us two really good players? So we have to be sincere. If cafecito is being view- viewed as a righty uh, who sometimes can be a pinch hitter and has no glove, then we, then we have to know that those two players are not going to be really solid guys. We have right. to be honest here. No, I, I do agree with you that I, on that. I don't think the players are going to be anything special. We don't know. Maybe they can provide a role at some point down the line. It's not going to be the, the next Matt Lieber tour. Let, let's be honest exactly. about that. But we also have to remember that, like, really, if you want to look at it in another way, it's almost a roster dump. Like, we've, we need – I'm, I'm assuming that Randy must have many... just been – yeah. And it's kind of a good problem to have where we've got so many other guys. Right. Matt, Mike Brousseau can do what Jose Martinez does. Yes. Brian O'Grady, he's a reverse split guy. He can do what Jose Martinez does and more so. Yoshi Satsugo, maybe this provides more opportunities for him to get at bats. He's done well he's against righties this season. And he's starting. And that's a guy that you need to give that guy opportunities. Don't look at the yes. batting average of Yoshi. Look at his 
look at his OPS, look at his on-base percentage, look at what he's done in the last 15 games, look at what he did yesterday against the Marlins. Like, I think it's one of those things where, and, and remember too, we're going to go back to what, 26-man rosters next year, likely, yeah, or in probably. the future. Like, would Cafecito part-time aging DH, would he really have a role unless there was a rash of injuries? Like, I think Martinez wants insurance in case three, four guys, if Yanni goes down, if Brousseau goes down, if a couple of starters go down, okay, then all right, if we absolutely have to put Jose uh, I don't Martinez think that's at a first fair, base. I, I don't think that's a fair, I'm sorry, I don't think that's a fair picture of Jose. He's always hit. I mean, right. he's known as a lefty masher, but he hits 280 against righties. He just wasn't given the at-bats. I'm sorry, I don't subscribe okay. to the aging DH type uh, for Martinez. The guy can hit. He has such a horrible glove that in a National League team, they still put him out there. That's how much he hits. And it wasn't with the Pirates. It was with the Cardinals, a, t- a franchise that always is going for the playoffs. Right. So I don't subscribe to the aging DH type. I think okay. he is a guy who can bat. He wasn't given the opportunities. And you know what? This does open up the window for Yoshi to get more at-bats. For Brian O'Grady, who is a younger uh, bat. For Randy, who is a younger tap, who has more glove who has more speed. I think that's the the way to see this trade. Okay. There are guys that have more skills within the organization, but I don't think they're, you know, that Martinez is just done. I think he's going to be a successful guy if he is given the at-bats. Right. No, I don't disagree with that, but I think that it, it comes down to something where the Rays just don't have a spot for him. Exactly. Like if it comes down to be- between, okay, we really need Randy Rosarina, like look what we can do with him. Um, you know, and I don't, is it really about money with Martinez? Cause he's got a couple more years of arbitration and it's not like, yeah, but arbitration at three and four is right. more costly than yeah, Mike or so. I get that. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I don't really have that big of it. It was surprising. I'll say that I wasn't yeah. necessarily expecting that. Um, just like I was surprised by the Brett Phillips move, right. but I think it was one of those things where like we, we just, like we we've talked about it where if a guy wasn't producing this year 60 game season we we've got to move on to somebody else next we, man we, up it's next man next up next man up and that man is is Randy Rosarino or might be Brian O'Grady or might be Mike Brissett. like it's it's one of those things where and i think the thing that really hurt Cavacito was not having a glove i think yeah. like if he had a glove if he could at least play first base somewhat uh, in another you know, Mike Brousseau picking up that first baseman mitt and kind of working on that, yeah. that kind of killed you, uh, Cafecito. Yeah, because you, if, if another guy is going to do that, then you're left out in the lurch. And that's what happened to Cafecito. He just doesn't have a glove. And, and what else happened? Joey Wendell is tearing it up right now. Right. Okay, we can move Yandy Diaz from third to first if we really need a first base. There you go. You can, again, you can plug a lot of guys at first base. Yes. The, the, the Rays can, especially. Uh, we also got some comments. Um, yeah, so, yeah, uh, if you haven't noticed, Ulysses and I agree on a lot of things. This might be one of the first things in a while <laughs> we don't agree on. Again, I like, I like Martinez. I just look at it as I, there's, there's other guys that are producing right now, and I really want to see what Randy Rosarena can do. He, let's remember, he was the centerpiece yeah. in the Libertor deal. Cavacito was kind of, uh, you know, I, I would have expected more from him, and I think the fact that of not getting the, the consistent at-bats – that's it. Was I, a factor, I think you would have that, seen the results yeah. if you would have seen the results if you had given him constant right. bats. That's but what it, it is. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should do uh, if we could have two DHs. 
Well, let me see this. Let me just say this, and then and then we can move on. Okay. Um, Cafecito has done a better job than Yoshi and Hunter Renfro, and those guys have had Mm -hmm. about the same. I I would say he's done a better job than Hunter Renfro. I don't know about Yoshi. If you ignore the average, look at look at the total picture. Yoshi's numbers are. Yoshi has great has great on base, and after this weekend, he kind of did go off. But uh, and if, look you what he's doing that, if you take out that game, if you take out that game because Cafecito wasn't in it, you'd see similar numbers. I, I and, looked it up. Hey, Yoshi's batting like 285 versus righties. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just saying, giving him more of that would have been a little bit better. Uh, prop bet. Uh, Martinez <laughs> with the Cubs uh, in his time left with the Cubs, and I'll include playoffs. I'll say he bats under 250. Oh, that's 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 so a prop that I'm willing to win. Yeah. Okay. We're going to mark it on the board. Let's do it. Mark it on the board. Cafecito is going to hit more than 250. Yes. I will say with the caveat, he is very familiar with the NL Central. So that's oh a little my God. You already cap, bring but... him back that? No, look, man. The man that thinks D-Rob is going to hit 250 doesn't believe that a guy that hits uh, a career <laughs> lifetime 300 it doesn't not, it's not going to hit 250. Get out of here. Just Bush wait league. for it. Just Bush wait league. for it. Uh, we got some comments uh, on this trade. One from Ty McCann. He says, happy trails, Cafecito. Gents, I am sure I wasn't the only one surprised to see Martinez dealt to the Cubs for two players to be named later. Uh, I remember when we got him, they said this was a good hitter, a lefty masher, but couldn't field well. So it was a miracle he finally went to an AL team where he could DH. Perhaps in the Rays' perspective, he underperformed. He's actually hitting 229 against lefties. So the Rays tried to take advantage of the universal DH this season. The Cubs know him having faced him before and now can use him as a DH. I also understand they are dealing with injuries to Bryant, Souza, and Schwarber. I didn't really see this as a move to cut cost as he wasn't very expensive. It's sad to see him go and sad to see a veteran player go, but you never know with the Rays. They are always one step ahead. Let the Randy Rosarina era begin. Uh, and then Joshua Garner on Twitter, at Chef Garner one says, I'm all right with it. With this swing, he needs to be in the lineup daily, and that would never happen with the Rays system. He doesn't really hit against righties and has underperformed against lefties this year i feel like we should almost put a pull up on this thing what do you think (laughs) about the uh i I think it's a lot of probably indifference i don't know if people have the uh adverse reaction of i totally hate it it's kind of it's very difficult to to pull for a guy that's only been with the team for what 28 games it's very difficult for people to do that so uh, obviously he's not going to get the love that he i think he deserves Prop bet. Prop bet is on the board. We've got it marked down. 100%. Let's go. Signed, sealed, delivered. All right. So the Rays <laughs> began a three-game series versus the New York Yankees. Uh, that's pretty much all the time we have to preview yes. this series. I'm sure there'll be a it'll be a interesting and fun one for sure. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.